This podcast is brought to you by School Device Coverage, the number one insurer of school devices in America. To learn more, visit schooldevicecoverage.com. Welcome to Risky Business. I'm Kathy Kaler. And I'm Bliss Landon. So excited you guys are here today and, and joining us on this episode. I think this is really, really going to interest a lot of people. Definitely. And I know I'm very interested to learn. Um, I have an aunt mm-hmm. uh, who lives in Texas who does this, who sells essential oils. And I remember I was there, this was years ago, and my son was sick. And mm-hmm. she's like, can I put some oil on his feet to Ooh. help him feel better? And I said, sure, but I didn't know anything about it. And um, I know, you know, that it's, I I love holistic things to make you feel better and to, you know, live a better life than putting another pill down your throat. No question. Yeah. Anything that's, you know, natural and and how it has, you know, come from the earth and and, and for it to be an actual industry is quite fascinating as well, which shows there's there's studies and research and discoveries and and, uh, it's so, so cool. So um, we won't even take any more time. We've been chatting, but let's get on to our guest. So excited. And I love this connection. We'll talk about that as well. But I want to introduce you to Jody Cohen. So happy to have you here. And you are the founder of your own company, Vibrant Blue Oils. You also have, oh, look at that. There oh. it is. <laughs> um, and you also have a book. So uh, there's so much that we are um, very, very uh, thrilled and honored to have you as a guest today because we want to know about your business. We want to know how you got into your business yes. and um, how it can help a lot of people. We talk about kids and 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 families and currently during this crazy time, a lot of stress and anxiety. So we thought this was a perfect fit. So anyway, welcome to Risky Business. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, I talk about kids and I'm kind of the poster child for anxiety. So I, I got that one down. Oh, oh that's fantastic. Good. I can't wait to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> well, how, how did you get, was it a personal experience how you got going? Yeah, you know, it's, um, it's funny, you know, uh, I got into healing through my second child. <clears throat> I, uh, I had a, a super easy first one, easy sleeper. Hang on, I'm going to take a sip. Isn't that how it is? My first ones, as I had twins. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, that wasn't horrible. And then the second one, you're like, that's going to be super easy. And it wasn't. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're all different. They're all different. Right. These kids. Well, you know, when they when they come to suggest baby poofing your house and they're like, you might want to lock your oven. Some kids crawl in the oven. You're like, what kid's going to crawl in the oven? My second crawled in the oven. Oh, oh great. Just, well, it's funny because my first one was easy and my second one was a wild child. And I thought it was my parenting. So I'm reading every parenting book, going to every parenting class. And one day we're at a birthday party and he's being really well behaved. And my friend compliments me. And then, you know, a mom passes out like goldfish or something as a snack. He Jekyll hides and like takes off sprinting. He's two. <laughs> and I'm chasing him down, bring him back. And she says, okay. 
My brother was on Ritalin his whole life and it turned out he was allergic to weird foods. I just saw him Jekyll Hyde after eating something. You should take him to a nutritionist. And I thought, why not? You know, I've tried everything else. I can totally do that. Right. When we changed his diet, his whole personality changed. Like our cue with him used to be, we'd point at our nose, look at our nose, and he couldn't. And two days after removing certain foods, he could look at our nose. And no I thought- way. I know. And I mean, for anyone who's ever had that kid that does those things, it's exhausting. You're like, what is wrong with him? What is wrong with me? You know, and you're like, okay, certain foods seem to like make his brain crazy. Let's just change that. Wow. I wish I could have known this for my my third. (laughs) He was crazy when he was little. I thought he was like possessed by aliens or something. He was just Oh God, I know. I know. And like trying to get them to stop moving and go to sleep. Like you don't get sleep. It's exhausting. Right, right. So I went back and studied nutrition because I was like, who knew food could impact your personality and was trying to help other moms, you know, with wiggly kids who don't sit still so you can assess them. So I learned this efficient technique. It's called muscle testing. It's just a really easy way to kind of figure out this is the priority. This is what's going to help. So that came in super handy when my next rock bottom hit. My um, then husband was bipolar. I just thought he was a really fun guy. We got married. He got a little manic. He realized that was a problem. <laughs> got to. I uh, had the second one and he started getting more and more depressed. And, wow. you know, it's exhausting because the more you do, the less they do. And it finally got to the point where it became obvious that he was probably going to die on my watch, that this was above my pay grade. And so we moved him to a residential treatment facility. Wow. And I knew he was safe. And it wasn't my job to keep him alive. It was like I had run five consecutive marathons and just crossed the finish line, which wasn't convenient because the kids were five and seven. I had a job. I was class parent and I could barely get out of bed. You know, I would get up with them, make them breakfast, pack their lunch, take them to school, come home, crawl back into bed and set the alarm for pickup, which was just not sustainable. And I'd been practicing nutrition. I kind of knew it was my stress system. Like um, the adrenal glands are the gland in the body that help you release those energy hormones. And so I was kind of popping all the right supplements, eating all the right food, nothing helped. Like I, I still, every day was a struggle. And uh, luckily I had a good friend. I had helped do a fundraiser. I was like overachiever, you know, do, do, do. <laughs> and she came by with a big box of oils and said, you know, it's interesting. You've been so high stress, which releases this hormone cortisol, which then causes inflammation. And if your whole body, including your gut is inflamed, no matter what you take, it's not actually getting into your system. And oils are really cool because you can smell them and they can get into your blood that way. You can put them on your skin and, you know, like nicotine patches or hormone creams that get into your blood that way. So this might be a good workaround. And again, I was like, you know, desperation is the mother of invention. I'm like, why not? I've tried everything else. You know, this is not sustainable. I'll try it. So I used my handy muscle testing technique and found five oils, which I thought was confusing because I'm like, wait, I just need one or two. And then it occurred to me, oh, wait, they're they're liquid. And mm-hmm. so I I never used oils, but I was a drinker. I went in my kitchen, got a shot glass, you know, made my little formula. <laughs> there you go. Love that. Yep. Put it on my low back and felt like me. I was like, wow, I could clean the house. I could do laundry. Yeah. It was really bananas. You know, if you've ever had that moment, you know, it's kind of like your, your coffee in the morning, you're kind of groggy in bed and you're like, all right, I'm caffeinated. I can go. It was literally like a reboot button, you know, your phone glitches and you're okay. And so 
I kind of had this like win of a day. Um, and it's not uncommon when you're really high stress or anxious to at night not be able to sleep. You know, you get your kids yeah. in bed and then you're in bed and you're watching the clock. It's nine o'clock, it's 10 o'clock, it's 11 o'clock. You're like, oh my God, please let me go to bed. You know, I need yeah. to have a busy day tomorrow. So I had this thought, oh, I wonder, you know, I know that um, the, the part of your brain that kind of controls sleep, it's called the pineal gland and it releases um, the sleep hormone melatonin. And I knew that that was pretty accessible to the, the nose. And I'm like, huh, maybe I can make something for sleep. So, you know, I went down again, kind of made something up, worked really well. You know, my five-year-old would wake me up by like basically jumping on me. <laughs> wake up, mommy. Like, wow. Oh <laughs> Yeah. So I just kind of kept making things up that seemed to help. And, you know, it took about two weeks for me to kind of feel like myself again. And then all my friends are like, all right, we want to try it. You know, it was a little bit like a a Tupperware party, like, oh, here you go. Worked for them, worked for their clients. Uh, But can I, wait, I want to ask you, so when your friend brings you over this box yeah. Of oils. Did you do the combinations on your own? Just kind of like try yeah, and error she did yourself. Yeah. So well, and I, on all I these. Had a, I had a system. I kind okay. of knew um I had a, a way of it's called muscle testing. It's like asking the body what the priority is. And then it's it's really um it's almost like a smell test. You know, like I just I, I had been using this kind of technique that involves kind of intuition and asking the body what it needs. So I knew how to narrow things down. I'd never okay. used it for oils. I never, I mean, I didn't have a negative feeling of oils. I liked lavender, but it was kind of like, oh, you add it to your bath or you like, you diffuse it in a room and it makes it smell. Right. But it was very like scratching the surface of what I was aware of back but, then. But your friend brought you a box. So did she yep. kind of guide you in one way or another to, you know? She was so interesting because she, and, and this is funny. She was basically like, it needs to come from your intuition. And I have since learned there's this um, book, this woman, Kelly Turner, kind of looked at who survives cancer and why. And it's nine factors, and only three of them are kind of related to food and diet. And the biggest one is intuition and just starting to trust yourself. You know, like when someone gives you advice or tries to pressure you to do something, being able to say like, well, maybe, you know, but maybe I need a second opinion or maybe I'm going to do something else. Like really being able to kind of trust your your heart and, and tap into what's right. So that's mm. part of what um, she, she's a really big believer. She's a yoga practitioner and a very Zen that way. And so she didn't want to um, prejudice me, you know, cause she wanted me to have my own experience. And that's, that's part of what I do because I think you know, as a mom, right. With kids, you can tell them things, but the minute they learn it from themselves and they're like, Oh gosh, when I do this, it works. <laughs> you don't need to, it, it's a much better experience. True. Wow. Now, when, when you do the combine, you know, combining the muscle testing, are you just smelling or you said you put it on your back? It's, it's actually easier than that. It's basically, um, you're trying to narrow it down. So what I do is I I touch a row and, um, it's almost like using a pendulum, but I use my body. Touch a row, a row. Where I had a box of oils, so I touched like four at a time. Oh, okay. You know, anything anything in this row. And if I lean forward, that's a yes. And if I lean back, that's a no. And I do that like uh technically, um, dairy is not my best friend, but I love cheese. So sometimes um I'll just kind of ask, like, can I do this today? <laughs> yes, you know, coffee too. I drink coffee most days, but 
it's just a way of like checking in with yourself. Like, huh. is this something, you know, like um, if, if you're signed up for a crazy workout and you wake up and your back hurts and you're like, is this really going to make me better or make me worse? It's kind mm-hmm. of like that daily check-in of is, is this good or is this bad? So I would kind of test a row. Yes, there's something in this row. Then I'd try to narrow it down. And that's how I was doing it. It was almost like kind of taking the thought out of the process because then um, you get a cleaner result. Wow, that's so interesting. It's fascinating. It truly yeah. is fascinating. So the oils that come to mind for me is obviously lavender. Yep. I'm just thinking of the oils that I have. See, I have I'm, citrus I'm a, oils. I'm offended by lavender. Lavender is not good yeah. for me. It's not your friend. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's very hit or miss. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, they say Benadryl, give it to your kid on the red eye and it will knock him out unless it like makes them crazy. Completely wired for sound. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, I, I don't like lavender. Isn't that weird? My mother-in-law doesn't like lavender. I love lavender. I know. I think you either love it or you don't like it, one or the other. Yep. Um, and then there's citrus oils, you know, mm-hmm. the tangerine, the grapefruit, lemon. Yeah. Um, I love all the citrus. Right? Yeah. Citrus but- are very, very uplifting. They they can they are great for depression. There's so much research that backs that up. They totally lift your mood. And wow. where, where would you, you know... I've purchased little, you know, vo- bottles of the oils and yeah. I've diffused them. I add them to a sprayer bottle. Like yeah. how, how do you use, like how would you suggest using if someone is listening, which obviously they are, well, the, but the getting easiest, started. The easiest is the bottom of the feet because, oh. for a couple of reasons. Because the skin is thicker. So if it's kind of a hot oil, you know, like peppermint sometimes can make your skin red. If you put it on the bottom of the feet, you won't have a reaction. Oh. And also there are a bunch of reflex points on the bottom of the feet. So you can kind of stimulate different organs. And also if anyone in your house is sensitive to smell and you put it on the bottom of the feet, you can just cover it with a sock and no one else has to smell it. Oh, interesting. Now, can, can you over oil yourself? Yeah, you can, but it's a little bit like, can you overeat yourself? Like at a certain point, okay. you kind of are full. So you like stop. Like you just know, I, okay, I've had <laughs> enough. You're smelling it. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like you go to the all-you-can-eat buffet and your plate is overflowing. <laughs> like I don't can't eat anymore. Whole- mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm I like, I have so many questions. It's so crazy. <laughs> do you ever, but do you ever ingest it? Like put like drops under your tongue? Like I've I've heard of oregano oil being really good for... I think colds. Yes, right? colds. Yeah, sinus. it can. It can. It, so the the thing about oregano, there's actually a ton of research on oregano oil and thyme oil. They're incredibly powerful, and they can kill a lot of the bad bugs in your gut, but they can also kill the good ones. Oh. So people do like drink them. Um, and what I say with that, you know, I really it's kind of first do no harm. Like you're, there's really no way to hurt yourself by unscrewing a bottle and doing what's called direct inhalation, smelling it. You're never, you're going to stop smelling at a certain point. You're not going to overdo. Putting it on the skin similarly, you're not, you know, going to put on too much. But I think sometimes people can drink too much. So I just say be a little careful with that. You know, uh, some people love to drink their oils. And like, I never take coffee away from anyone. If that's what you love, keep it. But um, what I've found that's really interesting is there are certain reflex points, like acupuncture points, that when you put oils on, it almost has a full body effect. You know, like if anyone's ever hurt their elbow or something, and they put like um, an anti-inflammatory cream, you know that it makes your elbow less painful, right? But it's not impacting like your neck or your thigh or other parts of your body. 
because they're looking at it like in order for things to get into your system, it has to go through your skin, into your blood, then it gets carried to your heart, and then it gets pumped to the whole body. So they're kind of saying, well, you know, topical doesn't work so well, you know, or ingesting, it has to go through your whole digestive system, you know, and then get into the bloodstream. Smelling is actually the most efficient because uh, a couple of reasons. The, um, the skin in your nasal passageway is thinner, and so it gets into the blood faster. And what's interesting is your sense of smell is really critical to survival because you can smell food and water, you can smell predator odor, it keeps you alive. So it almost has like A-level MVP access to the brain more than the other senses. So like nose, nose cells are brain cells and it goes directly to a part of your brain that kind of um, is really in charge of your stress response. It's called the amygdala, not to get too complicated, but it's the fear center. If you've ever walked in the woods and thought you saw a snake and kind of jumped back involuntarily before you even knew what was happening, that's your amygdala trying to keep you safe. Hmm. And then, you know, checks and balances, the part of your brain that's kind of your executive function that's often off kilter if anyone's ADD or depressed, that's your forehead, your prefrontal cortex. That's the check-in. That's what looks and says like, that's not a snake. That's a stick. You're fine. You're good. (laughs) And so one of the reasons that smelling oils is so great, especially for anyone with ADD, is that when you smell, it goes directly to the forehead and kind of turns on the brain that helps you focus, helps you make good decisions, helps you be calm so you can have a rational conversation instead of a fight. So it really kind of centers you and brings your energy to the part of the brain that you want to turn on for like your best, you know, business self. So what what oil would that be? Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean, peppermint and rosemary are the ones that have a lot of research, but my favorite anxiety trick, this is really cool, kind of geeky. So stay with me, but um, I'm here. There's a branch of chiropractic called functional neurology. And they're looking at different parts of the brain. You know, the brain isn't just one big organ. Different parts do different things. Like there are two hemispheres. The right hemisphere is known as the rumorating hemisphere. So for any of us that have anxiety, that usually means that the right is working more than the left. Specifically, the right forehead, the right frontal lobe. So if you're having a panic attack, that means your right forehead's overactive. So how do you turn that off? You balance the hemispheres of the brain by stimulating the left forehead. The easiest way to do that is to smell anything. It can even be you peel a tangerine, you know, oils live in the peel of the fruit. Smell that through your left nostril, three to seven breaths. It will balance the two hemispheres. Whatever anxiety, paralysis, overwhelm you are feeling will calm down and you will feel better immediately. Wow. Tip of the day. Oh my yeah. gosh. Especially wow. if you have an anxious kid, you yes. know, like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize that it was that simple. I mean, I thought it was so complicated and you had to ingest right. it and you had to, you know, mix it in your juice and, you know, that kind of thing. But it's really so, so, so for me, the only oil I've really ever taken is oregano oil. So if I smelled it, the same thing yep. would happen. Yep. I would have the same yep. effect as if I ingested it. Yep. That's so exactly. Cool. Yeah. And there's certain, um, like acupuncture points that help with digestion. But, you know, if anyone's listening, oregano can feel kind of spicy and strong. Really citrus strong. Really, citrus is really good. Um, you know, they talk a lot about bergamot and neroli, which are really expensive citrus, but orange is like the poor man's citrus. It's super affordable. You can get it anywhere. Usually kids like it. If you're listening to this and thinking, I want to try that with my kid, just bring them with you to Whole Foods or wherever, have them smell, pick whatever one they like and start there. I love wow. that. That's amazing. Okay. So- 
Oh, you have a, you were going to say something. I saw you. No, I was going to say um, <laughs> lemon, lemon oil will get Sharpie off of anything. If you have an artist who likes to color on your furniture, lemon oil is great. It can oh, get scratches tip on number cars. two. That's a good yeah. tip. Lemon oil. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing this down. Uh, yeah, um, that's pretty So what amazing. about, so, okay. So one other person came to me, um, well, I, I went, I don't know why I met her. I can't remember our encounter, but. Mm-hmm my ear was bothering me. And she told me about an oil to put in my ear that had garlic oil in it and something oh. else. Um, I think it starts with an H or a T. It was a strange... So the, the best thing for that is you press garlic literally into olive oil and put a little bit of that in the ear. And then what you can do is you can put rice in a sock and like nuke it for a minute or two so it's warm and put that on top. Yeah, it's as simple as just pressing garlic into regular olive oil. You don't need to buy anything more than that. Really? Because um, ear infections are often correlated with mi- microbiome, with, with just kind of the bugs in the ear, and garlic's really good at balancing that out. Wow. I love so, garlic. So you, you wrote a book. Is the I book- wrote a book. Okay. And does your book have all these tricks and- all these tricks. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, you know, when you're a new mom and you're like, oils. oh my God, what do I do? And then someone else says like, oh, well, if you put the kid in the swing, they often sleep and you're like, I'm swinging it. Or, you know, you take them to the beach and there's sand all over the minivan. They say like, hey, talcum powder, get sand off the feet. And you're like, that's a great trick. It's kind of like all those things that you don't know, but so your friend tells you and you're like, I am so glad I know that. So what I was trying to do was it's, it's kind of three parts. It's, um, what oils really are and why they work, you know, and, and how they work so that they're not kind of relegated to this hippie fairy woohoo land, but much more mainstream. Like people don't realize um, oils are plants, you know, and most of our pharmaceutical drugs are derived from plants. Like 50% of the pharmaceutical drugs that the FDA approved in the last 30 years are plants. White willow bark is aspirin, valerian root is Valium. You know, we just don't think of it that way because they're kind of processed and changed. Right. And then just why, like smelling how that actually works, what's actually happening, how the skin works, what happens with ingestion, like really understanding the metrics of it. So it becomes much more science-based. And then I go into, um, you know, especially in working with kids, you know, I have so many friends that are like, oh, I spend a thousand dollars on supplements and I don't take them. You know, if the ambulance can't get to the accident, it's not going to save anyone. You know, if you don't brush your teeth, you know, right, it's not that, right. You right. do actually, it. You so do I've, it. I found that when people understand like, oh, this makes like my veins slightly bigger. So more oxygen can get into my brain. And when more oxygen can get into my brain, I think better. I'm less depressed. I'm calmer, you know, and when they get what it's doing, then they're more likely to, to do, do it. it. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I really try to explain. Um, you know, I don't think some people say like there's an oil for everything. You know, if you break your arm, go get a cast. If you're having a heart attack, go to the ER. Like oils at that point, that's not your best choice. But if you're really anxious and stressed, if you're not sleeping, if you, you know, aren't necessarily having regular bowel movements or you feel like you're carrying extra weight, there are a lot of things that oils are really good at. And so I really try to address kind of those five areas where I think oils are great for more energy, for increasing your immune system and why. And then I get into the last part where if you already, you know, like your aunt in Texas, if you have your own oils and want to kind of make your own recipes, I give you the recipes. 
And if that's, if you're not a do it yourself, or I basically, you, you can buy it from me. But my goal is just, even if they take like, oh, okay, I can smell something through my left nostril when I'm having a panic attack. I'm going to bring that in the car. I'm going to, you know, give that to my daughter before right. her gymnastics, whatever it is. It's just one little trick that now you have easier things, you know, and, and more options. That's so great. I like to call those pearls in the pocket. <laughs> yeah. Like you are a pearls in the pocket girl. Yeah. Oh, what's what's the name of your book? What's the what's the full name of oh, your book? It's um, essential oils to boost the brain and heal the body. Okay, we're going to get I'm, a copy. I'm, I'm getting it for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. We talked about a lot of oils that smell good. I have, this is just a question. So mm-hmm. I have neem oil. Mm-hmm. Wow. Does that smell bad? Yeah. Yeah. Why? It kind of does. And, and I've been using it for like, um, you know, like a breakout or, um, you know, skin related stuff, but mm-hmm. what, what is it? Is that the plant that smells so bad? Yeah. And you might like frankincense better and it would do similar things. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. I've heard people say this idea, like if it smells revolting to you, you need it. And I'm kind of in the opposite camp. Like you would never eat a food that smelled gross. You know, I kind of think like you crave um, chocolate when you need magnesium, you crave a hamburger when you need iron, your body knows what it needs. So lean into that. You know, if something frankincense for me goes in and out, sometimes I love it. Sometimes it's not my cup of tea. But if you don't like it, it's it's not, you don't need it. And there are other things that probably can do the same, have the same benefit and not um, kind of be less appealing, unappealing. Okay. I have, I have two. Okay. okay. First sleep. Mm-hmm. Which one? Which oil? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, spikenard and valerian root are the best, but they kind of smell like stinky feet. So I, um, some people like lavender. If you're going to use lavender, if you don't like lavender, lavender grown at different altitudes smells different. Lavender grown at the higher altitude tends to smell a little bit sweeter and more tolerable to some people. Okay. Um, You know, I live in Seattle. There's a a town called Squim that's about two hours away where they have a, a lavender festival and they grow. There's probably like 300 different types of lavender. And it's really fun. It's kind of like wine tasting. Smell differently, and you can wine taste while you, you know, lavender shop. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, there are different options, and I can send you some that you might like because some of it can be very, you know, it's a little bit like red wine. Some's a little too tart. Sure. sure. Um, but lavender is good, and and if you add it into Epsom salt, like this is actually a really good uh, reset for you for your kids. Um, two cups of Epsom salt, one cup of baking soda. And then like two drops of lavender and use your bathtub as a mixing bowl because oil and water don't mix. So you want to add the lavender into the salt before you add the water, add hot water, make it as hot as you can tolerate, stay in for as long as you can, you know, like try for 15 minutes, but there's something about your skin is your largest organ. And when you kind of heat it, you you make it more receptive to, um, medicine and then the um, Epsom salt and the oil, it just kind of carries it in. That's usually a good full body sleep experience for people. Um, The citrus oils that you mentioned can be really calming and help with sleep. No, I'm I'm getting over a throat thing. I think I may have had like laryngitis or something and I'm still a little raspy. What, What will help that? Eucalyptus can help. Eucalyptus okay. peppermint. My favorite, honestly, like for this time now is cypress. It's Ooh. really, really good for the, um, the lung lining. Like, you know, if you think of the three little pigs, it's not that the big bad wolf is so terrible. It's that your house is made of straw. 
So cypress helps to make your lung barrier more resilient so that no matter what you're breathing in, it kind of stops at the lungs and doesn't get into the body. And a good application point, the clavicles, the collarbones on either side, like if you gently kind of massage them, if they feel slightly tender, that it's not bad to just rub them. Or you can just put a little bit of um, cypress oil there. And that's really good for the throat and the lungs. Frankincense and myrrh are also good for the throat. Huh. God, it's so interesting. We could keep talking for hours. I, I, I mean, know. My head is just swimming. I'm <laughs> oh, so excited. We, we have a, a store here, um, Sprouts. They have a lot of essential oh, yes, oils they do there. Oils. So you, we can get them there. But, but I don't think... The mixtures are there. But like, do you have – what's your website? Your yeah. website has – Yeah, you order? Vibrant Blue Oils. Yeah, you can order anything off okay. of Vibrant Blue Oils. Or, you know, I really I, – I'm all about meeting people where they're at. Like if you want to go to Sprouts and make your own, you know, go go you. If you want to order, we have them done for you. Yeah, it's just – it's Ooh, really I about like, like – I like ordering. Yeah, I like ordering <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, me, it's me easier. Too. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I joke. We went raspberry picking one year. I still have like jam in my freezer. Like I don't <laughs> – it's fun to make it once. I don't – you know, yeah. I, I'm happy to go to the store and buy my produce. Right, right. <laughs> But I like the idea of bringing your your kid if he's having an issue, she, yeah. Yeah. and and just having them pick out something that smells good to them. Right. Then yep. it, then it makes it so much you know easier to have them do that, and it might be kind of fun for them, you know, yep. to to exactly. be involved in that. And they've actually chosen what they're going to smell. Right, and kids are you know experiencing as we have been talking about kids at home oh. studying and learning you know well, and, and and on these so devices much, so, so much, much anxiety right? yeah I mean they you know they they had to learn a new a new normal to you know learn from home and now they're yeah. transitioning going back to school so they got another new normal I mean they're constantly having to do things over again the first day of school keeps happening you know repetitively right <laughs> and and there's so much anxiety with that. Yeah. And they miss their friends. And it's yeah. just, yeah. And some kids, it's hard to learn certain topics. Like my daughter has watercolor. I'm like, how do you do watercolor on Zoom? It's just weird. <laughs> Somehow they've all managed. I don't know how, but but the yeah, teachers yeah. have been just so incredible in, you know, pivoting so incredible. To, yeah. Pivoting to the, uh, you know, technical way of learning basically everything. Yeah. Anyway, this has been so interesting. And, and I'm, I can't wait to get your book. Is it on Amazon? Okay. It's on Amazon. It's everywhere. Everywhere oh, books are sold. Okay. Yes. Awesome. I can't wait to get oh, it. Well, I'm so excited to meet. I'm so thankful for Chrissy. I, we're going to do a little shout out after we say goodbye. But um, good luck with the book. And and I hope we can meet someday and be in touch. And we will we'll, yeah. we'll let you know how we do with our oil experimentation. Oh, I'm, I'm doing it oh, for please sure. please do. Yeah. Nice. Honestly, smelling through the left nostril, easiest reset ever. Can it, does it work on husbands too? I'm going to try it on my husband. It does. It does. <laughs> husband you know reset. Yeah. Well, you, um, we didn't even talk about when you're stressed, but when you're you're stressed, your resources are allocated differently and your vision changes. So your pupils, the black part of your eyes get really big. Hmm. If you are trying to have a conversation with your husband and you notice that the black part of their eyes are big like saucers, they are kind of stressed. So having them smell something, you can literally watch the black part shrink. And when it's kind of a normal size... That's when they can hear you. Wow. Oh, I can't wait to try that on my husband. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, time out. Smell this. Kids, kids too, right? Yeah. 
for you correct, it's because they're when they're in stress, they're kind of in fight or flight modes. So you have to calm them down. Incredible. Wow, that is so amazing. You're awesome. Yes, thank you oh, so thanks. much thank for you, coming on here. So much, <laughs> um, just incredible information. Yeah. I can't wait to so dive good. into it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Wow. Okay. Whoa. I'm stopped. I can't wait to get in the car and go get some. I know. Or go on her, on her no, website. I'm so excited. I mean, but it's yeah. so true. You know, you just think about like smelling a rose. We went to that estate sale over the weekend. Oh, they had some yes. fresh roses on the, on the, you know, at the on register. The and I could smell it through my mask. And I'm like, wow, what is that smell? And it just instantly makes you just feel euphoric and happy. And so, it, you know, it just makes sense. It, it's something that is probably so obvious, but so we just obvious. don't look at it because of whatever reason. We just don't. So I this is feel great. myself literally in the bathtub when she was describing that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Definitely have to do that. Oh, I well, we got to get I love the book. taking a bath. Okay. Well. We are going to end this episode, but we want to make sure you know where you can get Jody's book. So Amazon, um, bookstores, I don't even know anywhere. names of bookstores. She but said anywhere you can sell books. So it's there. grab her book. And um, if you have any questions or, or want to know more about Jody, please email us. Our email is riskybusiness at coveragequeens.com. You can also look for this episode on Coverage Queens coming up. And uh, we can't wait to chat with you again and have you here watching Risky Business. Thank you so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.